you are on a suicide mission. Your mission to destroy the fed- uh, the flagship of the rebellion. I think <laughs> it's <laughs> it's FTL this week on the podcast. Faster than light, FTL is the name of the game we are covering this week. Hello, Encore. Hello, Steve. How are you both doing? What's up, Michael? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm in a good headspace. I just playing one of my favorite games of all time, honestly, is FTL Faster Than Light. Um, I would probably put it in my top 25 of video games ever in my life that wow. I like. Wow. We're already starting with the rankings here. Okay, top 25 <laughs> game. Um, way up there. Just for um, context, FTL is currently number four on my most played video games on Steam with 91 hours. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's a lot of hours. What, uh, I put... What, what, what's, what's one, two, and three? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Length of the Past maybe might be one of them. That is coming up in the future. Fair enough. Um, that's on. That's on Steam. You got the Steam hours recorded there. Oh, oh no! You mean <laughs> I thought I thought we were talking about my personal one, two, three. Oh, uh, oh, oh. One, two, three is Rainbow Six Siege, SimCity Four. For some reason, we've talked about this before. It's so, yeah, right. I don't even remember playing that it. game. I get it. Much. You could get lost in a game like that. I get it. <laughs> and number three is honestly one of one of my probably top five favorite games, Sid Meier's Civilization. Number three, not four, not five, not six, mm-hmm. but three. <laughs> they peaked at three. <clears throat> Um, I also put in probably probably my most played game of all time if they had gameplay hours is Civilization 2. I played that game when that game came out until the day Civilization 3 dropped, like consistently. Wow. A lot of, a lot of early Steam gaming going on for you like mm-hmm. a decade ago or so. <laughs> playing some FTL, playing some, some SimCity, some Civ 3. Well, you see, Steve, at that point I was your age, so... <laughs> <laughs> What was it like so, back then? <laughs> uh, it was amazing. I played a lot of video games. Um, I remember Mass Effect was tight. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yes, this week we are playing FTL, the game made by Subset Games, published by Subset Games in 2012. Um, it is, for perspective, the same year that Hotline Miami was released, Fez, Journey, Thomas Was Alone, Dust and Elysian Tales, Super Hexagon, Mark of the Ninja, and Chivalry, some other indie games that were uh, released that year. So that was a banger year for indie games. And I remember uh, that was like... The OG ch- there were like some, Yeah. Oh, shit. Nice. So there were there was like a early wave of a couple of indie games from like the Xbox Live era where it was like, oh, these these are pretty cool. Uh, like I could see this being a thing. And then there was like a second wave of indie games that was like Hotline Miami, this game, mm-hmm. and Fez. Um, so yeah, this is one of those games. Um uh, was a made by two people, uh, people who were formerly at 2K Game Shanghai, um, Matthew Davis and Justin Ma. Their inspiration was Battlestar Galactica, the board game. Did you guys ever play I've that board game? I've never played that board game, no. Battlestar Galactica, you said? 
Yeah, okay. Battlestar Galactic, the board game. Interesting. It makes sense. I mean, this is pretty much, you know, you're on one ship just trying to stay ahead of the enemies the entire way through, just jumping to different parts of the galaxy and getting into all sorts of misadventures. So, yeah, that sounds that sounds like Battlestar Galactica to me, for sure. Yeah, we should also mention, too, what this game is. So it's a real-time strategy game? Space management? What would you, The uh... inner... The, um, the Wikipedia page calls it a real-time strategy roguelike. Yeah, that sounds right. There definitely is, though, okay. like the yeah. spaceship management side of it, too, that you just said. Because you have, like, a right. crew. You got a couple little guys. You're not just, like, a ship, and you don't just control a ship. You have, like, a crew on the ship, and they can do different things. So you have, like, one guy who's the pilot, one guy who's manning the shields, one on weapons. Maybe you have, like, a guy. Or you maybe you have to use some of those guys when you get boarded by enemies to, like, fight them off or put out fires or make repairs. So there's definitely yep. that, like, management sim aspect to it. Yeah, there's, the like, all the upgrades and things like that that you have to slowly work your way towards getting throughout the game as well. Where you, like, rank up yeah. your first aid, rank up your oxygen and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, space, yeah, management, okay. I see it. So the people who made this game thought about how usually when they made like games based around a capital ship, a giant ship in space, you would be piloting the ship. So like games like X-Wing or games, I don't, I don't know, some other games or, or uh, what do you call that? Wing Commander and all those games. Those, but they never had games where you were actually the captain. Even like if you play Star Trek online, you're piloting a ship around and you're like using phasers and it's kind of like um uh action actiony mm -hmm. in this game it's not that at all it's like you're you're moving people around your ship in order to for them put out fires and like man stations and uh telling them to get the shields back on motherfucker <laughs> right yeah yeah i guess like if you were like playing like another real-time strategy game like uh homeworld or something like that you're like more at the admiral level you're like commanding all of the forces and like but you're not making like those small well maybe you are a little bit in some of those games but like it's about like those little kind of detailed decisions that you're making with the crew where you're like oh okay i'm fighting these guys and they have like they have stronger shields and so i need to optimize these weapons like these missiles to get through their shields so i want some guy on weapons here but then maybe you see that they have a teleporter and you're like actually i'm about to get boarded so i gotta take these guys off of their posts and kind of go play defense um so yeah it's it is, it's cool how you are like the captain in this game and it's kind of like it's back to that management sim aspect of it um but then you're just like jumping from galaxy to galaxy or like points within the galaxy too. And that's like the roguelike aspect of it too. Cause you're just trying to make progress. And then if you mess up, you start over and it's a whole new kind of randomized scenario along this path. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. Like there's a lot of games that have that dot in a line layout where you're going through each scenario, mm -hmm. like uh, slay the spire yep. uh, mm -hmm. is another one I can think of. Off the top of my that's head. a really yeah, good comparison but... for, for the map. Yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah. talking to my wife about that because she plays a ton of Slay the Spire. And I was like, oh, we're playing, we're talking about this game FTL tonight. I was like, it's actually exactly like Slay the Spire, which you play all the time. Um, so she was like, ooh, maybe I should play FTL. This sounds awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I, mean, I wouldn't say it's exactly people... like Slay no. the Spire. Well, not exactly. You might just want to temper in terms her of, like, expectations a Right. Yeah, no, I, ex I explained <laughs> the spaceship side of it, like the Baron Sim side of it. But <laughs> just in terms of like your goals and your progress, like, you know, you're, you're moving from point to point. Instead of up a tower, you're moving from, like, one end of the galaxy to the other. Yeah. Uh, one of the people who made the game said that it's uh, they wanted to make the player feel like Captain Picard yelling at engineers to get the shields back online. Yeah. That was a pretty apt quote. I'm um, giving her all she's got, Captain. That's a, that's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I always put the Angie back there, NG or whatever I understand. And he's like, I was like, God damn it, NG. I say, let's I go. Say NG, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what, what, they're supposed what to think ship? they're supposed to be engineers. Yeah. So. What, what ships like do you robots. guys usually uh, play with? If you had, uh, have unlocked any extra ships at all, I guess I should start out with. So I have unlocked every ship except for one. Ooh, um, okay. Uh, so different ships. Yeah. I didn't put a ton of time into this game, but I unlocked the. I think it's the NG ship. It's kind yeah. of like a rock that, ship. That's the next one you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then and so I played a little bit with that one, but that one you start with phasers, and I found it kind of hard to get through. I was like lear- still learning the game at this point. Right. So I found it kind of hard to get through shields if you don't have, like, missiles. Um, so I used the Kestrel, yeah. which is the starting ship, mostly. Yeah, that's, I like the fair. Kestrel, too. The Federation Cruiser is pretty good. Federation Cruiser has a specialty thing on it, which is um, the artillery cannon. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like, it takes a super long time to charge, but it cuts through, I think, two shields and does one damage to uh, nice. all, everything. So it's, like, super sick. Nice. You just basically have to survive until it comes online, and then it does, like, a ridiculous amount of da- damage. So Interesting. I like okay. that one. Um, you- I could never get my uh, my mind head around the Lanius, which are... Did you guys play with the advanced content on? No, not yet. I'm still trying to beat it one way through. <laughs> I haven't beat it yet. Yeah, same. So, th- so there's a species called the Lanius, which they added in the advanced edition, that... Um, actually don't breathe oxygen. In fact, they suck it up from ever, all their rooms. So um, if they mm. board you, you are fucked, essentially. Huh. So like, I haven't figured out really how to use that one yet. But that, that one's interesting. I liked, I tried, was trying to like beat it one time with each of the ships recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got through a couple times. Um, but the Rock Cruiser was really hard. Rock Cruiser starts with um, two missiles. So it's like a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of the, each wow. of the, I, I guess each of the, um, ships has their own thing. So like the Mantis cruiser starts with the teleporter. So they want you to teleport. The Zoltan cruiser starts with an overshield. Um, so you have like that extra overshield whenever you go into battle, it takes like four hits to bring down. Uh, Angie cruiser only has drones. Um, but the Kestrel's like the good all arounder. I, I would use that a lot. The Angie Eng- so. cruiser also heads the, uh, I think it starts you out with the nanobots, at least the first variant. Uh, oh yeah be, because so everybody yeah just that was pretty cool constantly as long as your medical this, bay is is fully repaired the the other one of the other uh, arrangements has only one ng ng in there mm-hmm. and then it's uh system repair drones that's oh, it damn. And it's, yeah that was there's some of them get really hard <laughs> that's that is wild yeah i've i've only i unlocked the ng variant a and variant b so far b i'll for whatever, I can't remember what the difference was. I only tried it like once and went back to the first variant after that. But uh, but yeah, I've made it to the final boss a couple of times. And then just each time I'm like, oh, fuck. If only I had like that weapon on this run. <laughs> like if only I had a missile, I could have just like knocked out a bunch of weapons or, or, or whatever. Like I've got it down to like half health before it inevitably like overwhelms me. But so the, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, the, the, I, the reason why I think I've played this game so much is because there's a lot of fucking variety. Yeah. So just in terms of like the number of ships that are in this game, um, I think there are what is it, ten different ships, three That's configurations wild. each, which you can lock unlock for each of those. I think one of them only has one configuration, um, but. So that, that, and then there are a ridiculous number of weapons, um, a lot. There are a lot of weapons. And then you, mm-hmm. some of them you'll run across and run, some of them you won't run across. And then there's also, like, a number of different systems. So you have your weapons, and weapons, your oxygen shield, engine, doors, piloting, sensors. But then you can, like, do things like teleporter, and you can teleport your way over to another ship. 
drones you can control drones that are either offensive or offensive there's hacking in the advanced edition there's uh, oh, mind control in the cool. advanced edition um so you can mind control people um one of my favorite ways to win back when i first started playing this game was to get a teleporting um boarding drone because that was like instant win against the federation cruiser oh yeah because if, if if you put a teleporting drone into those rooms that are alone by themselves you can shut off their missiles teleport them back shut off another system and they can't repair it it's fucking dope it's like super easy to win whoa i didn't realize that sounds, that. <laughs> that sounds ridiculously op so, you don't <laughs> yeah. need a teleporter for that no you need a teleporter for the teleporting drone or oh. for the boarding drone okay, okay. yeah so, right. but it's called the boarding drone. You just, oh, maybe you don't need a teleporter. Maybe you just fire it off. I don't, I forget. I didn't play it in this time. All you know, right. actually, I wasn't expecting to play a ton when I came into for this because I played be a lot before, but I ended up playing like 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember when it was like suggested for the list, I feel like I bought this game like immediately and was just like, all right, I'm going to get into it. And I think I, I already have like 50 hours on this game. I fucking crushed it when I got it. Uh, yeah. yeah, one of the things that they took when they were designing this game was they were looking at Super Meat Boy, which was another game in like the first wave of the indie games um, that was super hard. They were they was came across super hard, but it wasn't frustrating because you could get right back in really quickly. And they did that with this game, which you can like you go in, do a run, you start over. The runs aren't that long. They're mm -hmm. I mean, at max, they're like 40 minutes, yeah. I think. Right. So they're a good length. Yeah, they're fairly quick. Um, I didn't put a ton of time into this game. I hadn't. I had heard of it, and it's been on my list for a long time, but this was the first time I had played it. I probably played, like, a few hours, like, in prep for the pod, um, so I didn't get too far. I found that it was challenging, so I feel like I mentioned this a couple times already, but like, you can get boarded on the ship, and that was, like, the first barrier that I hit. It was, like, I'd be doing all right on a run, and then I would get boarded, and they'd take out my whole crew, and I'd be like, mm -hmm. well, all right, I need to figure out how to deal with boarding. So I figured that out. And then later I was kind of struggling <laughs> with the balance of, uh, like, staying in a system and exploring and really collecting resources and building up your ship so that you had more like you had more weapons or you know energy you could use um and then just like trying to make progress so you didn't like use so many resources and like kind of run out of time as the like rebel fleet is chasing you too so right. i was trying to find like the right balance between like poking around and doing side stuff and just building up your ship and like actually racing through the galaxy too um so i didn't get too far i never got to the final boss um but yeah yeah there's they like they definitely um oh man i gotta hold on a second i got a little guy escaping <laughs> this is happening live what's <laughs> happening live oh my god oh my god like there's a little guy in his house and he's escaping yeah. they have a security breach <laughs> child on the loose quick open the airlock Start venting the ship <laughs> secure the doors <laughs> that's usually on the surveillance system though. That, yeah, that's yeah, usually exactly. my strategy when people are boarding. Fucking send someone into the door room to upgrade the door so it's harder for them to break through it, and then just open up whatever doors go to the outside from where they are and just suffocate. <laughs> Did you ever board people, like send people from your ship to board other ships? I haven't yet, no. Okay. I didn't realize the boarding drone would just do that. So I'm, like, I, I, have, I just don't have a ship that had a teleporter. Like, I, I didn't, right. like, buy the teleportation thing yet. Right, right. I do yeah, want to try that, like, though. Cause that, I feel like I would want to have sweet. like a big crew to do that, to like, yeah. send some people over there, because that could go wrong really quickly. Yeah, exa exactly. Exactly. I would want to I'd want to have a crew. I would also want to have... Uh, I, I probably would want to just try it with the boarding drone yeah. and just see and like fuck around, because I don't even know like what that is. Like, I'm assuming there's a cooldown, but for like pulling people back. So it's like, can I just like pop them in there, disable something, pop them out, you know? Right. 
This is and just do shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need to spend more time with this game. Yeah. I actually I haven't played it. it sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I'm just going to keep it installed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one that's the, that just won't be uninstalled ever, I feel like, until I beat it, at least. I mean, like, even, like, uh, Vampire Survivors I still have, on like, installed. It's like, one day I'll just fuck around with it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did uninstall that. I was like, I, I mean, beat that's this fair. game. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I'm that's done fair. with it. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, this, this is one that I think has enough variation where I could just pick that up and fuck around. Right. Um. Uh, <laughs> Mike's gonna hear all of this later. Oh, he's, back. he's back. He's back. All right, <laughs> Mike, you can keep like sixty percent of what we just talked about in the podcast, and we're still on track. Yeah, <laughs> we did, we did c- continue talking what about the miss? game that whole time. We were talking uh, about boarding par- parties a little bit, the boarding drone a little yeah, bit more. You know, <clears> venting <throat> venting your own ship just so you can uh, suffocate anybody that decides to teleport onto yours. Yeah, we were suggesting yeah, you should yeah. have activated your door systems to uh, lock packs down. Did you, do you guys <laughs> use doors a lot? Do you guys put so you can put in a one of your crew members in the system yep. in yep. the doors or the sensors, and they like give it an extra bar. Yep, I would do that whenever somebody boarded, and then just vent yeah. and follow them with the doors. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. And I think uh, who is I think it's the the rock species or whatever. They don't need oxygen or something like that. Uh, no, they need oxygen. They? Rocks or need oxygen. Maybe they just had a bunch of health, uh, and that's what yeah. it was. But like, I would just send them have... into the room without oxygen, and just make sure they stayed there. Because <laughs> there were some people that would like, I'd have two or three people charging in, but their health is going down fast without any without any air. I just needed someone to kind of make sure it stayed. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the different species in this game too. There's humans, ng ng. We talked about Zoltans, which power up a room with one. There's Mantis, which are really good at uh, fighting. Uh, there's Rockmen, who have 50% more health and 50% less move speed. Uh, there's Slugs, which are basically the Ferengi. Um, if you ever run across them and look at their text, they're basically Ferengi from Star Trek. But they can they can re- see into rooms that they're next to. Uh, and then there's the Lanius, which are the ones that suck up the oxygen. Uh, and then there's Crystal, which I have 90 hours in this game. I've never seen a Crystal alien. Wow. I guess it's a, you need a... Um, I was looking... I actually was looking how to do it. And you need to complete a quest that involves like a cryo chamber. Um, uh, but it's like super cryptic. There's also like a secret rock sector that I've tried to get to, too, which I could never find. So there's, like, a lot to do in this game. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different things. Um, I also like how there's different interactions. So there's events. Every time you go on a line in the chain, there's either you can run into distress events, quests, there's hazards that fuck up your systems or cause fire on your planet or, or on your on your ship. Uh, but there's also sometimes events that have blue text. And so it yeah. can be, like... If you have an NG on board and you're talking to an NG, they'll communicate with them and you'll get a better result. Right. I thought that shit was super cool. And they had like a million different variations actually, in there for a lot of different things. I just saw a new one um, right before uh, we, we actually, I was playing for a little bit before we, we hopped on to do the pot. It was like the firebomb and it was like, oh, you can just like, yeah, like, that's I, one I, I, I never really got the firebomb uh, thingy because I always, always had like a projectile uh, weapon already. So I didn't want like another one. So never, right. I never had that as an option. So literally 15 hours into the game, yeah, still finding brand new shit. Right. And then there's like, um, if there's a fire, you can send in the rock because they're immune to fire and he'll mm. just put it out. 
like stuff like that. It's really cool. There's a lot of really cool things if you have different combinations of things. Yeah. So you mentioned like the firebomb. Some are weapon specific. Some are system specific. Yeah. If you have like a, a better scanner, some of the things you'll get a blue option for some things. Um, so it's like it's very. This is like a game I could play forever, and I would not get tired of it because there's just so much shit. The one thing I will say that in terms of like I've we've talked a lot about a lot about good stuff in this game. There is the bad of this game being <laughs> tremendously, tremendously RNG heavy, like incredibly oh, yeah. RNG heavy. 100%. You can run into an into an enemy ship that is just like will rip you apart, yep. rip your fucking dick off because it just has a configuration that is like <laughs> stupidly OP for some reason. Yep. Yeah, it's like kind of, them, it's kind of the classic like roguelike like double-edged sword that i found playing this game i was like i really really like this game it's really fun like it draws me in it's got all this variety like we talked about but then i would just get like randomly wiped out by something in like the middle of a good run like i was saying like initially it was like bordering parties later it was like difficult ships but there were certain events that would happen to me where i'm like man i just like i had to use like all my stuff to fix that one thing that randomly happened that one lightning storm that fried my shields and then another ship showed up in the next sector and i was just toast after that um so that's that's like our all right, well, how many times do I actually want to keep throwing myself against this wall right now? And yeah, running the, running the line again, even though I had a great yeah. time the last time I did it. It's like the uh, the um, we were talking about that, that how there's some walls and some difficulty spikes in this game. There's a couple things that consistently happen. So boarding, I think, is like the first one, yeah. and I, I can imagine that that would be a difficulty spike, but I don't remember because I got past that stuff like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one is when you get up to like two shields and then three shields that your enemies have. And it gets like, holy shit, four shields? How am I going to get over, ever get through four shields? Um, yeah. And that's that's when it gets really hard. You have to make sure you can get through, cut through those shields. And they don't really tell you that up front. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you run across also somebody who has like a missile, two missiles and a burst laser too. And you're like, I'm fucked. I can't do anything against this. Yeah, right. Yeah, I countered a little bit of that. And I did like this element of it, which is where you're like, you're selecting your weapons and you're targeting different systems on the enemy's ship. So like they might have a shield and you have a missile that can get through the shield. But if they have two of those, you can kind of like time your shots a little bit based on recharge Mm -hmm. to like hit them when the shield goes down and then your like laser beams go through and do damage to their shield generator. And then that that wipes out their shield. I liked that kind of like, I don't know, pinpoint accuracy of trying to hit different systems. Um, That was cool. My favorite, my favorite way to way to fly, <laughs> is to have a flat cannon or two flat cannons, or a burst laser two and a burst laser two. Burst laser two is like ridiculously op. Doesn't take that long to charge up like a burst laser three, and then it's three shots. So if you have two of those, yeah. you can fucking just kill anything. So it's awesome. Their shield just can't regenerate fast. Yeah, I had the burst yeah. laser two, and that was I, I relied on that a lot. It did charge so quickly too, like faster than the missiles. So you could just keep that going. Yeah. I also there. I think this is an advanced edition thing, but there's a chain. There's a Vulcan um, laser, uh, and it's like Vulcan chain laser. So it just every time it fires, it fast it goes faster the next time, and so uh, eventually it's just like pew 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 pew. That's sweet. and so you can like cut through. You can keep like two or three shields down at all times with just the Vulcan laser. It's awesome. <laughs> that's dope. Okay, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that so. one yet. No, I do like the beam weapons too, though. I had like the the fire laser where I would just constantly just light, and the like because the, the range is huge and you can usually angle it as you draw out the line that you want it to take, where you can hit like four different rooms that all have systems in it. So like the cockpit's on fire, the oxygen tank's on fire, this weapons room is on fire, and the engines on fire, and then just yeah, and you, people are just scrambling you do, around at that point. 
you also do damage by the room. So if you're hitting that room, it's one damage or whatever the weapon is, two damage, um, every time you hit a room. So you try to maximize the number of rooms you can hit. Yep. Um, yeah, this this game's great. I love this game. <laughs> this it's, game's it is. Tight. It's, it's super fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else haven't we talked about? So the the final boss is the Federation flagship. It's the rebel it flagship. Those terrorists. Rebel terrorist flagship. I will. I looked at the Wikipedia, and the 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 rebellion is exclusively human, and the Federation is all the different species. So the, they might as well just call the rebellion the terrorists. I don't know. The white white supremacists, <laughs> motherfucking rebellion. This is like the worst case scenario of the Star Trek universe. It's like the Federation is in tatters and the rebels, the white supremacists well, are the, uh, run. the mirror universe. It's the mirror universe in Star Wars. That is exactly what the mirror mm, universe right, is. Right. Well, um, this is mirror Battlestar Galactica, I guess. So yeah, in, yeah. In, in this one, the robots aren't the bad guys. <laughs> so you you have to uh, fight the Federation, or I keep saying. That. <laughs> The rebellion uh, flagship, you have to fight three times um, in order to defeat it. You have to you fight take it off three like the... times. Yeah, yeah. So you take off a wing, Fuck. and then you take off the other wing, and then you take out the middle. I haven't even um, it, fought it. It I works. Beat it first yet. <laughs> it, it, spoilers. Uh, it it warps um, every time when you knock off a side. So you have to get its life bar from full to dead three times. The second time is the wicked fucking stupid because they drop like eight drones on you and it's like oh you're testing if we can handle drones like literally eight drones just appear Mm -hmm. and it's like what the fuck do i do oh my god the first pass is like they shoot like a million missiles at you so you need like a defense drone um or something in order to get around that or like you have to get taken out super quickly i love Uh, i love that they rely on their drone I love that they rely on that throughout the game. It's like the difficulty spikes you're talking about. It's like, that's a difficulty thing, but that's also just a, I had no idea you could do that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they're, they're testing your knowledge. Right. They want to test you and make sure you're, whoever's getting through this, it has like the, a ship that's like super spiked. Right, right. yeah. Uh, you played this game a bunch. You have, you've earned your yeah, way off the trial by fire. I also, I also like playing back in the day. I didn't realize how important this was, but, um, getting your engines up a lot matters a ton especially when you're going up against the missiles in the first phase of the rebellion flagship because you want to have like 40 percent evasion right because that means like half those missiles will hit you i was realizing Uh, that towards the end of my like play recently where i was like going up against higher tier enemy ships and i was like i got you i got like 10 missiles ready to go here and then they'd miss half of them would miss and i was like oh wow evasion is really powerful like i need to upgrade mm-hmm. my my engines and like get a little bit of that benefit yeah i would always have a pilot in too because yep. i didn't really upgrade the pilot as much because then you get like an autopilot that helps with your evasion when there's no actual yeah. person at the controls mm-hmm. but yeah game sick um so what else should i say about this game music is also really good i like the music good. a lot one of the few um, games like this that i don't like have my spotify on in the background like yeah, I'll just like music. chill out to the tunes of the game. It's nice and like atmosphere. It feels like yeah. you're flying through space playing this game. Right. Um uh subset games will go on to make Into the Breach. Has it, have either of you played Into the Breach? Uh, not yet. It's, nope. not yet. it's on the list though. I have played Into the Breach. How similar. And just it? in general. Uh, no, it's not it it reminds me of chess. Right. That's what Ooh. it looks like. Okay. Yeah. It's uh I put like I think when it first came out, I put like 15 hours into it, and like overall, I think it's a 
I will say this. Okay. I think it's probably a better designed game than FTL, but I don't think it's as fun as FTL. Okay. It's like very tightly designed. Like hmm. there's always a solution to any problem really. And it's, you just have to figure out based upon the combinations of the weapons that you have and how you move the enemy around the board. It's a lot like the uh, whole game okay. is basically, it's not you <clears throat> for the most part firing missiles and hitting bad guys. It's more about moving the bad guys into a position where you can do the maximum amount of damage in a turn. And it's like very cool how it's kind of like chess okay. in that regard. So yeah, it adds, a, adds like a spatial strategy element to it then. Yeah. Cool. It's a tactics yeah. game, basically. It's like, yeah. you know, but it like more, more constrained, like you're on a board. So kind of yeah. like uh, Bannerlord as opposed to like uh, XCOM. XCOM, you're on a board, but it can be a pretty big board that you're like mm -hmm. moving through an environment. This is like, you know, I don't know how big it is, but like 10 by 10 grid. And you have guys right. that can I use see. different abilities. I see, I see. Yeah. It's a pretty good game. Um, but again, I think I like FTL better it's i think it's more fun for me i can see other people like it um the other thing i was thinking about is there was a star trek vr game remember the star trek vr game called bridge crew simulator i think or bridge crew uh, that was like i don't know if we're like you you did the same thing in this game but you were like it was multiplayer um and you were controlling one person was the captain one person would be like the engineer and you'd have to get the systems online and fight a bad guy huh no, it seemed like that. it was su super fucking cool, and I've always wanted to play it, but it's a VR game. It's a VR so. game. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Star Trek Bridge Commander? Or Bridge Crew, I think it's called. Bridge Crew video game. Might be Bridge Commander. Interesting. 2017, huh? Oh, it's based yeah. on, like, the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek universe, too. Interesting. Yes. Ooh. Well, at least that's, what's, that's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, fuck. Can you... Do you have to do it in VR? Yes. Oh, fair enough. I, was, <laughs> I looked at. I was looking this game up now. I'm like, this looks. I'm. Sweet. I'm looking over at my my Oculus Quest. Well, now MetaQuest headset that has been oh, no. untouched for about seven months since I bought it. So maybe I'll try <laughs> it out. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Someday we're gonna add a VR game to this list, and it's gonna be like a crazy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that VR. I'm we'll be like, wow. I don't... Remember when everyone thought VR was gonna be a thing five years ago when these games came <laughs> out? <laughs> I I like never thought it was to be a thing, yeah. but that's just me. It's. Um, I feel like it's always gonna be like a niche thing. Like there's. I'll tell you what. There's things that are cool about VR, but to do it all the time is like exhausting. I'm going to a convention and I can't say uh, it all on my on this podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to be there um, because the podcast will come out after it happens. Um, but if I see a PSVR there for like cheap money, I'm definitely going to buy nice. it. <laughs> now that we're talking about this, because fuck it, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. You'll have great uh, a great time for that first month, and then you'll yeah. never touch it again. <laughs> exactly. The thing about VR, and we're in a tangent space, but I'll just say this one last thing is that. <laughs> The thing about VR is that there's never been that killer app where you're like, man, I got to play that. Like mm -hmm. there, whenever we transition into something, it's there's like this moment where people are like, holy shit, I want to play that game. And we're not there yet with VR. Right. I think it's just like it's too daunting a proposition for a lot of people to like go into a virtual world. Like because you play like I was thinking like Half-Life Alex is kind of like isn't that the killer app? But like, not everybody's going to buy Half-Life Alex to play it. Like, right. really, if you want to play Half-Life, then it's very cool. But even that, like, forty-five minutes in that game feels like three hours. Like, it is. Yeah. It's draining. It's intense, mm -hmm. and you're like kind of just like slowly walking around. Like, it's scary, kind of like. Right. That's that's the other problem is you can't use those things for super long. Right. Um, 
And then, like, I think uh, conceptually, um, my thought is that people really haven't thought about the medium that much in terms of how they make VR games. Some games try to do it, but are kind of, I think, largely unsuccessful. But they're largely using their current mindset as opposed to it being in a 3D space. And that's why I think we really haven't gone over and found a really great use for VR. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it could happen. But there's just like, we're just not there yet. Right. And anyway, to bring it back to Star Trek bridge, uh, bridge crew here, I feel like that's almost maybe a better use of VR because it seems like you're just kind of sitting in the captain's chair and like right. getting to role play Captain Kirk a little bit as right. opposed to like Half-Life Alex, where I'm like dripping sweat by the end of it sometimes because I just like went through the scariest <laughs> tunnel of my life. <laughs> There's one game that I've always wanted to play, Astros, the first Astro game that was on PSVR. Oh. Supposedly what they did was it was a platformer, mm-hmm. but it was in VR. Yep. So you could like see, look around the space that you're in on a platformer and i was like this is a different conception of how to how to uh, interact with the 3d world we're getting close to the like yep. this being a really c- cool use of the technology it was it was, um, I, I played it at uh at a friend's house it was fucking sweet i'm not gonna lie right <laughs> like right three 3d platforming like you're, i'm jumping up to here then i have to go down there to then angle myself down below like it was right. it, it was wild yeah so, where does this game, FTL, Faster Than Light, go on our endless list of video games? I like that of all the games that could have gotten us talking about VR, somehow it was FTL. <laughs> <laughs> like the flattest, simplest Fair. game. <laughs> Did we talk about uh, VR during Portal at all? Uh, no. I don't think we that did. Would, that probably would have been it for me, <laughs> to, to bring it up then. Um, all right, sorry. Another tangent. My bad. Um, all right, FTL on the list. I heard someone say top 25. So, okay, here's where I am, and I'm, like, really hardcore, obviously, into this game. <laughs> um, so I, just as my high end, like, and it does, I, this is nowhere near where I think it's, I'm just giving you a wide range here. Mm-hmm. My absolute high end is, I don't think it's as good as Shovel Knight for an indie game comparing apples to apples. Um, the other thing I would say is, like, is it better than Hotline Miami? I think I think it's better than Hotline Miami, but I I could see it going either way. That's the thing. I, is, I so say yes. those are like the apples to apples comparisons for me. I think what I found that I struggled with in this game, and this is partly why I didn't put a lot of hours into it, is that like I thought it was a really really well designed game, and it was really cool, and it was really neat, and it like made a lot of sense. But I didn't necessarily feel after a first couple of hours like the urge to keep playing it a little bit and that might just be a personal preference but it i could tell it never really like hooked me the way another game might where i would like i'm gonna play 90 hours of this game now Um, right this is how i feel about into the breach which i like i think it's a great design game and i would put it probably high up this list i don't know if i'd put it higher than ftl personally um but like same like same thing i put like 20 hours 15 hours and i recently played a handful of hours and uh, like it's good. I think it's really well designed, but I don't think it's like super fun. Um, FTL for me is that game where I could put in, or I did put in ninety hours. Yeah, right, I'm, right. I'm kind of I'm kind of with Mike on that too. And FTL is a game that I have I find myself saying at twelve forty five that I'm just gonna do one more. I'll go to bed at one a.m. It's fine, and then it's like it's one thirty all of a sudden, and then I'm like, well, right. fuck, like I have work tomorrow. One more time. 2 a.m. is the cut. <laughs> and I and personally, I like love Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami was one of my original like favorite indie games. Yeah. Um, 
I was gonna but say, like, I think this... if, if you put if you put Hotline Miami down and FTL down in front of me, I would play Hotline Miami personally. Like right, that, sure. that that game hooked me more for sure than than this did. Um, and similarly, like really really well designed. Um, and now that I think about it, is it recency bias that I played FTL and I didn't play because <laughs> I fucking like like Hotline Miami? That's another like game when you where you die and you immediately go back in. And I fucking love those games yeah. so much where it's like instant retry. It's like my favorite feature inside of a video game. It's, it's almost like love it to it, death. It's almost like you didn't end your run. That's how quickly you are in there. Cause that game is so right. like frantic and like, it's fluid. It's, it's just, like a fluid it's adrenaline thing. rush of like, ah, I got to get through this building and kill all these gangsters. And then like you die and you're just like running right back in immediately. Like, yeah, that, that's an adrenaline rush. <sighs> I think it's better than Papers, Please, but I don't know where we are. So we're around um, 47 now. Yeah. Um, I do agree. I think it's I better. See... I think it's better than Papers, Please, too. That's kind of a good comparison point. I don't know. I think like Black Assassin's Creed Black Flag was fine. I think Far Cry 3 is fine. I think these games are better than that game. So I don't I don't know. I don't think it's better than Alien Isolation. No. I think so. If I think it's better than Papers, Please at 51, but I don't think it's as good as Hotline Miami at 47. I guess that's kind of my range for it. I mean, I agree. Black Flag is kind of always going to be confusing to me in this in this range because <laughs> I think that it's too high. But <laughs> um, Spoiler so like, I, I think it's better than Black Flag. Oh, maybe. Maybe I should do that. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And uh, send us your emails <laughs> with games you want us to re rank. Uh, it's so bad pod at gmail.com. Um, you can just, it's I T S <laughs> so S O bad B A D pod P O D at gmail.com. Looking at, looking at send you, us your games. Mike Murphy. Send, send me, send me your list, Mike him. Murphy. I'll fight for you, dog. <laughs> send us your list. <laughs> He's the one that, he had my it. back on Tetris. He knows, he knows the truth. I had a handful of people follow me on Twitter, so maybe there's more people. There are dozens of those guys. Dozens. Until he came out swinging for Tetris like that, I was convinced Mike Murphy was Mike Merolda here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Our very own Mike. And then he he said he thought it was me on like a ghost account. It's like, oh, this guy keeps wanting us to play more Mario games, I guess. Uh, interesting. <laughs> he, he seemed to agree with Mike's take in the last episode. <laughs> Encore, where are you? Um, I mean, I was going to go above Hotline Miami, personally. I think I, like, I think I like FTL more than Hotline Miami. But, I mean, that is another game. Like, you're right. Like, I do love... I was just, like, reminiscing about it when you guys were just talking about, like, oh, but you can just, like, jump right back in and then keep going. Like, I was like, fuck, yeah, that game is sweet. <laughs> uh, I, I still I still think I would put it above Hotline Miami. I think I'd put this above Contra. I never played Black Flag, but I'm going to go ahead and say I think this game should go above it also. Um, I don't think this goes above Alien Isolation, so I'm, I'm up at, like, 44. Yeah, I'll say yeah. I'll put this at forty-eight as my vote. If we're doing like an average here, I'm gonna say forty-eight. All right, then I'm, I'm so saying, wanna, so I'm I'm... saying thirty-eight. <laughs> all right, all right. In good faith, this is good faith negotiation. Come on. Now. <laughs> all right, all right. Forty-four, yeah, forty-four. Let's. Uh, so, what do you think? Forty-six. It should go at or forty-five. Uh, I'm ambivalent. I don't care either way. Let's go at forty-five. Forty-five. Five alive. Nice. We have a new 45 on our endless list of video game. It is our number 
172, 172nd game on the list. We have 172 games on this goddamn list. Holy fuck. Nice. It is FTL, Faster Than Light, Subset Games, is released from 2012. Uh, congratulations on being one of the top fist, fist, what is it? Wait, wait, wait. Top 50. What am I saying? Top 50 uh, <laughs> video games on the endless list of video games for now. For now. Um, but next week we are doing a game. We're having a very special conversation that we will keep very low, um, as is tradition. Where uh, Kimberly uh, and I will, my partner will will add a game to the list. It is uh, Doki Doki Panic. If you guys want to, or not Doki Doki Panic, Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, uh, we we played that game. If any of you want to join for that, you are well more than welcome to. But Chris, uh, Kim and I have to uh, speak in very sultry tones whenever we have a podcast together as a tradition that might be too that might be too sultry for my blood i'll let you guys guys have that one but i'm excited to hear about panic at the doki doki i did i i am i am a fan of doki doki that game was sweet maybe i could yeah jump into this mike and kim sandwich hey man nothing wrong with that (laughs) what are you saying that's my wife (laughs) talking about joining the podcast bro yeah Uh, one thing i didn't we didn't say about uh, i'm just gonna ignore that um One of the other things we didn't think of is to say, I guess the tablet version of this game is uh, pretty sweet. FTL? Yeah. People say it really like it. So I, it's I can for, see it being uh, a great tablet game, yeah. Uh, what do you call the iPod tablets? What do you call them? An <laughs> iPad? iPad. <laughs> it's like an iPod, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Name escapes like, me. Like when I said brain thoughts the other day. Well, we're uh, playing Doki Doki Literature Club uh, next week on the podcast. So stay tuned for that as we're still in Oops All Banger season, even though I didn't say it at the very start. Um, uh, number 45, Faster Than Light. Congratulations. We will see you next week. Encore. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. This was delightful. Steve, thank you so much. This was delightful. Thank you. All right. We'll see you. Peace.